You're listening to Tarot Talk, and I'm your host, Holly Ramey. I'm going to serve you some practical magic and give you tips and tools to bring the mystical into your everyday life. Hi, everyone. Welcome to episode number 42 of Tarot Talk. I'm your host, Holly Ramey, and today we're going to jump right into the tarot forecast. We're looking at the upcoming new moon and total solar eclipse in Sagittarius. And I'm also going to be taking a look at the winter solstice and the great conjunction, which are both happening on December 21st. So in that period between the new moon and the full moon. So before I jump right in, just a couple of announcements. If you would like to join me in ceremony, I'm having a new moon ceremony uh, Monday evening. It is the 14th of December at 6.30 p.m. CST. We meet and we talk a little bit about the astrology and then I guide you into um, some practices that I feel called to based on the energy of the group and the energy of the astrology of the moon of what's happening around us. So this may be meditation, breath work. Um, Sometimes we do journaling, we share intentions. I offer tarot guidance and Reiki healing. So it's just a really beautiful time to sit together and hold space for each other. And then I'll be offering a little mini retreat on December 20th in preparation for the winter solstice, which is the darkest day of the year and a pivotal shift on the wheel of the year. So um, always looking at these earth holidays, these seasonal holidays as a time for rest and reflection um, and as a time to gather together in ritual and ceremony because they are holidays that we can all celebrate even um, on the other side of the world, right? They're having the summer solstice. So um, I love these holidays because they represent a time of unity, a time when regardless of where we are or our cultural beliefs or religious beliefs, we are all experiencing these holidays. So it'll be a two-hour workshop and we'll really focus on the dream time, the darkness. Winter is for rest and relaxation and release and dreaming. And so I will really guide you into a deep practice around that. All right, you guys. Um, If you would like to book spirit sessions, they're now available on my website. They are a one-on-one customized experience just for you. I'm offering full sessions at 90 minutes and also mini sessions. So if you just want to get a little taste for what a spirit session is, you can go ahead and book those. They're now on my website, hollydramey.com. And I'm also opening up a few spots in my mentorship program, which again is a one-on-one one experience. It's three months long and we go really, really deep into whatever it is you really feel guided to on your journey and your path. So we start with the spirit session to kind of see where you're at and then we build out the program from there. So you can find that all on my website. Again, it's hollydramey.com. Okay, let's jump right into the cards. So the first card 
spread that I pulled is for this upcoming new moon in Sagittarius, which is happening on the morning of December 14th. So a new moon is when the sun and the moon are conjunct in the same sign at the same time. And then we are also experiencing a solar eclipse. So eclipse season tends to kind of speed up or intensify whatever lessons are coming through, whatever is kind of meant to be learned at this time. And so the eclipses happen twice a year, once in the summer and then once in the winter around the solstice times. So we had a shift this year from the Cancer Capricorn axis with the nodes into the Gemini and Sagittarius axis. So on the last full moon in Gemini, we had a lunar eclipse and now we're experiencing a solar eclipse for the new moon in Sag. So Sagittarius is the explorer Sag is really, it's ruled by Jupiter, which is really expansive. And the new moon is a time where we're generally planting seeds um, for what is to come. It's a really dark time, right? We can't see the moon at all in the sky. It's known as the dark moon. And, you know, just as we plant seeds in the dark earth for them to kind of fertilize and grow. This is what we do metaphorically during a new moon time as well. We can really sit and rest in that darkness and plant seeds of intention. However, I find it really interesting because the last two new moons I've pulled spreads for, they felt like a little bit more of a full moon energy and maybe this is because of the eclipse season or maybe this is just because we're at the end of the season instead of the, at the beginning of the season, but it feels like a little bit of a release point as well. So let's start with the, the card combination that I pulled for just the general theme of this new moon. And I pulled the 10 of swords in the reversed position with breaking news, not normal, which is the Oracle card from the liminal space Oracle deck. And this is a really interesting card combination. To me, it really feels like the 10 of swords is what we are ready to let go of this old patterning. The 10 of swords is death by a thousand cuts, right? It is all the ways in which we have taken part in our own self-sabotage, um, played the role of victim, and really not allowed ourselves to take up space. Um, it is full of self-criticism, self-judgment, uh, ways in which we unconsciously cut ourselves down and then pretend that everything is okay. Um, but breaking news not normal is telling us everything is not okay. And this way of um, thinking is not normal. And so this really feels like us as individuals, but also as a collective, really waking up to these themes, really waking up to these conscious habits, unconscious habits, and bringing them into our consciousness. And, you know, on an individual level, this can be things that were internalized from parents or caregivers, you know, criticism that we received or ways that we were just, um, ways that we were told or maybe not even spoken, but it was understood that we are not enough. And so 
we internalize these things, but they don't just come from our parents. They come from society as well. So we have this programming and it's coming through from multiple sources. But what happens when we're in the 10 of swords, especially in the reverse position, is a waking up. We start to see what we couldn't see. We start to become aware of these thought patterns, these beliefs. In yoga, we call them samskaras, right? They are the deep groove that we continue to repeat over and over and over again. And so with breaking news not normal and the Ten of Swords in the reverse position, I see this as we are being shown. We are waking up to the patterns that were unconscious before. And we, like I always say, once we see it, it cannot be unseen, right? And so this is the theme of this new moon. And even though sometimes it can be difficult to wake up to these things, to all of a sudden be aware of ways in which we are cutting ourselves down, it, it means that we have to catch ourselves in the act of this judgment. It means that we have to catch ourselves in the act of this criticism or this self-sabotage or this victimhood in order to change it. But that is the freedom in it. That is the release point. And so whenever I'm working with this energy of the swords cards, it really is a reprogramming, a rewiring of deeply held beliefs that probably have been with us for a long, long time. So things that we can do to really work with the mind are things that help us to reprogram new thought patterns okay and this can look like journaling I love the future self journal exercise by Nicole LaPera the holistic psychologist on Instagram this can look like listening to positive affirmations this can look like meditation right which helps us to get quiet and to become aware this can also look like EFT, emotional freedom technique. If you don't know about it, listen to episode 41 with Brad Yates. It's an amazing way to literally tap into the subconscious mind and change some of those habitual patterns. Okay, so this is a process and um, it's really important to be patient with ourselves throughout it. And to also bring a lot of compassion into it because that is the opposite of judgment, right? Is, is forgiveness and compassion. So that's the energy that we're working with as a theme for this new moon. Now, interestingly enough, for what we are releasing, I pulled the Ace of Pentacles with the dream always comes disguised as a nightmare, and it's really interesting to pull a pentacle or an ace of pentacles anyway, because this is literally the seed, right? The ace of pentacles is the seed that we plant. It's a gift. It's a new beginning. And so um, it really is like a new moon energy in a way. And so to be releasing this... Um, feels really poignant at this time. And the way that I really read this is um, we are letting go of planting seeds for dreams 
that really turn out to be nightmares. And, you know, if we look at our programming in society, what we are actually looking at with the theme of this new moon, there's no arguing that we are all existing under the same constructs of patriarchy, of white supremacy. We have all been um, educated with a whitewashed system. We have all been fed the lie of freedom and justice for all when it's really only freedom and justice for a very few. We have been taught to really put aside our own wants and needs um, and to deny the natural rhythms of our minds and our bodies for the sake of capitalism, for the sake of productivity, for the sake of other people's comfort. There's a deep thread of suppression. There's this deep, deep thread of oppression. And, um, and that's the feminine right? The feminine, not gender, um, but just as the quality of passivity and creativity and rest and replenishment. Um, And so, you know, we're told that if we check all these boxes, if we look to the American dream, that we will become fulfilled. But I believe that we're really waking up to the fact that there is no American dream, right? It's a nightmare. It is a nightmare that serves very, very few. And it doesn't really allow us to take up space. And it really doesn't allow us to be authentic. And it doesn't really allow for us to believe that we can truly thrive and that we're all meant to thrive, not because we worked super hard and gave our blood, sweat, and tears to the man, but just because we exist and that we all, actually all of us as human beings deserve that right. Okay. And then um, for the cards that I pulled for what we're bringing in, I pulled the eight of pentacles in the reversed position with the software update. And so I love to see this um, because this does feel like such a major reprogramming uh, right now. So the software update is just that, right? The card itself says this is an invitation to evolve. If declined, all life will be experienced through the lens of your outdated software. This may improve upon old features or add something entirely new. And so seeing the software update with the eight of pentacles reversed to me is us really diving deep into our own self mastery, right? The eights are cards of transformation and the eight of pentacles is the result of a long and arduous journey of chopping wood, carrying water, of getting to our work every single day and working towards um, mastery. And, and in the reverse, I look at it as self-mastery, where in the upright, it's more of like mastering our craft or mastering our work in the world. But in the reverse position, it's like turning that inward. And that's what we've been doing. We've been on this deep level of exploration, of understanding this programming, and then participating in ways to unlearn what we have learned. Okay, you guys, so this new moon total solar eclipse feels like a huge, huge energetic upgrade. And you may be feeling this obviously mentally, right? We're working in the suit of swords, but also physically, right? Um, We can often feel astrology and energy in the body. So you may be feeling kind of bouts of 
tiredness, of frustration, of confusion. Um, There were some big Neptune transits going on this week. So a lot of like brain fog and dreaminess. Um, Transformation is a tricky thing, right? When we are kind of uh, unlearning old programs and relearning new things, there's this period where we're like not who we were before, but we are not quite who we are becoming. Um, And so if you feel a little disorientated in the process, know that that is normal Um, and give yourself so much grace during this time. Okay, so I pulled a few more cards for the upcoming winter solstice on December 21st. This is um, a beautiful earth holiday, right? It is the, the peak point of darkness on the wheel of the year. And then after the 21st is when uh, the days begin to get a little bit longer and a little bit longer until they reach the peak point of light on the summer solstice, right? And then we have the equinoxes that come in between and bring those balance points where the sun and the moon are in equal um, peaks, right? So they're at equal points. We have um, four earth holidays a year. So the winter solstice is generally a time when we really honor the darkness. You know, winter is this time of hibernation. It's this time of rest and dreaming and preparing and if we really look at what nature is doing it is sleeping right nature the leaves uh, fall from the trees in the fall and then the earth rests and prepares for the abundance of spring okay and so during the winter solstice I'm normally looking at ways that we can really nourish and replenish um, and I'm always looking at ways that we can do this but um, especially inward reflection is huge for the winter solstice but this year in 2020 of course we are looking at a major major planetary um, transit which is being referred to as the great conjunction so this is a transit we have not seen in like 800 years i'm not an astrologer but if you want to really learn about um this transit from an astrological standpoint check out my favorite astrologers are Chani Nicholas and Jessica Lignato they are both they both have a lot of information on this transit but you know we are moving out of the earth based sign of Capricorn and into the air based sign of Aquarius so away from material away from maybe so much individualism and into air, which gives us such a higher perspective, right? And so we're going to be looking at the collective as a whole, which I believe will shift us into more unity consciousness, right? That more 5D, right? And, you know, some astrologers talk about this as the age of Aquarius, as a major, major astrological planetary shift for humanity and society. Um, 
and you know, and some astrologers will say the age of Aquarius is just a song in a Broadway play, but whatever you follow and whoever you listen to, um, in regards to this transit, uh, it is very rare and a very major astrological event. Um, and so the card that I pulled for this transit is the world, right? Which is the last card in the deck. It is where we are headed on the journey of the major arcana. It is completion. It is an ending. It is the learning of a major soul lesson. And maybe you believe that, you know, this soul exists beyond this one lifetime. And being an 800-year transit, um, we could be, you know, we're ending these two planets being in earth, being in an earth sign for a really long time. Okay. And it's interesting because a card that I pulled with it from the liminal space is this is not how the story ends. So even though we are coming to a major, major ending, um, this is not how the story ends. This is only the beginning, right? Um, and that's the way it works. It's the cycle of life, death, and rebirth. So this is a very big, pivotal point, um, not only on the wheel of the year, but on the wheel of the astrological, um, much higher advantage uh, or vantage point. And the what I always say when I see the world in a tarot reading is to take some time to rest and reflect before we jump into the next thing, before we enter the full energy. Um, and that's tough, you know, because we are typically taught to keep going. What's next? What's next? What's next? And so um, in the world, uh, we always want to stop and be really present with what's now and to maybe even look back. And maybe you look back over a decade or two decades or three or maybe even a lifetime of lessons learned uh, and what you were born into and what programming that you really learned and the ways, the many, many ways in which you've updated that throughout your life. And, you know, that's what this process is of healing and living and learning. It's like the peeling away of the onion one layer at a time. We learn and grow and learn and grow. And Saturn is the the holder and the keeper of time. And so while we are ending uh, a very, very long cycle, we are also beginning something new. So what I will say for this winter solstice is to definitely um, have hope that this is not how the story ends, that we are rewriting history um, and a brighter future for all of us, Uh, but also to reflect on the past and really see how far we've come um, to help inform the vision that you want to see for the future. Okay, and then I pulled just one more set of cards for this, which is the Three of Swords with Trash Magic, the Three of Swords reversed. So again, we're back in that swords element. Uh, We're back in that suit of the mind, of the ego, of the the thought patterns, and the Three of Swords is generally three swords pierced through a heart, and so it is thoughts of heartache, of old hurt, of old pain, betrayals, resentments, and, you know, back into this uh, concept of time. And with here, with the three of swords, you know, it's like time heals all wounds. Um, The Way Home Tarot shows the three swords actually um, 
piercing through an hourglass, right? Bringing us into this idea that time does help to heal our wounds, but also with trash magic from the liminal space that we have tools to help us to grow and heal and that we can utilize whatever is available to us. Um, And that, you know, what I think they say in this card is like the first form of magic is our imagination, right? And so if we can envision it, if we can imagine it, then we can make it so. So this feels really, really beautiful um, for what we're moving into in this winter solstice and as we close out this incredibly intense year of 2020 and that this is not how the story ends. So I will leave you with that. I really hope that this uh, forecast served you in some way. And if it did, I would very much appreciate if you would share it, um, send it to a friend or give it a five-star review um, or a five-star rating, I'm sorry, or review. And um, yeah, I will connect with you again right around the new year for the upcoming full moon in Cancer. I'll see you guys soon. Take care. 